Praise the name of Jesus. Wow. What will church be without people who can jump? Amen. Amen. I'm glad we have a lot of young people in this house who can get it on. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Happy New Year once again. Amen. Look forward to a wonderful year and it shall be in Jesus' name. I just want to thank you all for coming back in just uh, in less than 12 hours. People are here, and we praise God. I want to say thank you for people who are watching online. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for participating with us from wherever you are watching from. If you can type where you are watching from, I think that will be great. Let us know uh, where are you watching from from today, all right? Uh, Hopefully, you tell us your state, your room, your wherever, all right? It's exciting to know where people are joining us from. God is good, and all the time, all right. So before we go into the Word today, I just have a few announcements that I will emphasize. Tomorrow, we start our fast, amen, our 21-day fast. If you don't have a copy of this and you're here, ushers have them. Uh, you can just ask any of the ushers on your way out, or you can just wave them. They will give it to you, all right? This is the devotional for a 21-day fast, all right? It helps you. It focuses you uh, to truly be in the spirit and in the spirit of what we are doing exactly. Uh, it's been developed to really help us focus as we go through this time or season of consecration. It's a season where... We set ourselves apart for God and allow him to walk through his word, through us. Even if the word is given, even if it's intention of God, it is our responsibility to walk with the word of God. So this is called 21-day journey to manifesting sonship. All right, you're going to learn a lot and it's going to bless you. Amen. I also want you to note January 21st down and clear your calendar. We're going to meet here to pray. I am hoping we have a house as full as we have today, all right? We pray for, you know, eight hours, nine hours, all right? You know, it's going to be fun. Somebody say, oh! Uh, you're going to really see that you can actually do it. There's so many things you can do when you're doing it with other people, and it's going to be powerful. So please join us. Amen. And this Wednesday, I am going to start a Bible study series. Amen. It is titled Life-Changing Prayers. Life-Changing Prayers. I'm going to be taking a look at the Holy Spirit-inspired prayers in the Bible. And I believe God has given us a lot of, you know, material to change our lives in the place of prayer. We're going to examine that over the next few weeks. I'm going to start this Wednesday. All right? So please join me. If you can come here in person, that would be wonderful. If you can't, we will forgive you. Amen. You can watch that one online. Hallelujah. Another thing that is starting very soon is our School of Discipleship. Amen. All right. Uh, email has gone on. Uh, you know, you can, also, uh, you can also go to agapesml.org and register. Uh, do it today. It should be starting in the next three weeks or so. All right. We're going to kick off for this year. Uh, I think it's going to be great. Amen.
Praise the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. Your word is yea and amen. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Your word can go to the deepest part of our heart. Your word can change, transform. Your word can bless. Your word can create. So I pray that your word will be released with all its power, with all its ability. Today, as I speak, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. So I want to continue my message from last night. I started last night talking about faithfulness. Uh, but I want to examine another outworking of faithfulness, which is called consistency. You know, faithfulness is often demonstrated by consistency. And as we go through the year, I want this to be something that you take to heart. It's to truly, you know, bring in this habit or this virtue into your life. Consistency is a very powerful thing and is one of the major ways faithfulness is measured in our life. But I want to start by giving you an illustration of consistency. I want you to imagine a leaky faucet. Many of us have seen a faucet leaking before, right? Or a leaky pipe. Drip, 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 drip. One drop at a time. It's incessant, it's persistent, it's consistent. In fact, I think I have a video of that that I would like the presentation ministry to play for us how a leaky faucet is. All right? All right? I want you to look at that sound. You see that drip, 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 drip. That's a leaky pocket. Many years ago, I experienced this. I used to be a landlord. <laughs> you know, renting houses. So one of my first experiences, I had a busted pipe. You see, busted pipe is different from a leaky pipe. So I had a busted pipe, and that gush out. It was quickly called by my tenant, rushed there. Thankfully, I had a guy called Joe. Joe was my guy. I called Joe, drove to Joe's house, picked him up. That was an emergency. Thank God for Joe. Joe... It's not your licensed plumber, so it's not going to charge you $75 an hour, but he's a good guy. God drove there. I had to actually leave work because it was an emergency. And we got there. We got it fixed. And that was a big, uh, that was a big thing, and I was very happy. Many months later, I got a call from my tenant. It was a leaky faucet, and it's dripping, turn, 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 turn. They didn't look dangerous. They didn't look like anything that is, wasn't a gushing, bust out, or busted 
pipe. So I look at it and say, I don't have time. My guy Joe doesn't drive. I have to go to his house, pick him up. So we have to go to Home Depot, get the stuff, and fix it. It can take four or five hours. So I say, I'm not, I'm going to try and do this over the weekend. All right? It's not a big deal. It's harmless. It's just a drip. And I went home. Something else happened. I forgot. The tenant got used to the drip. She forgot. Until the end of the month, I got my water bill. <laughs> the water bill was more than the rent. That's when I knew the power and the danger of a leaky faucet. Not harmless. Doesn't look like something that is, that is scary. But you know the persistency of it, the consistency of it. Drip, 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 makes it more dangerous. I later found out leaky faucet, leaky pipe is the second contribution to insurance claim in America. It's the second largest contributor to what the money that insurance pays in fixing houses. It's responsible for creating mold in the house. It's responsible for a lot of the fire damages. It's responsible for a lot of other damages to houses. And it's responsible for billions and billions and billions of dollars in insurance claim. And what is the power of leaky faucet? Each leak is small, but the persistency of it, the consistency of it, when it's giving the right amount of time, can cause a lot of damage. And as I was preparing this, the Lord gave me this analogy. I wonder how much damage you can do if we all become leaky faucet. You see, we, often easy, we easily see the damage caused by hurricane. But you know, when you put the damage caused by hurricane together, they don't amount to the damage done by leaky pipes. Hurricanes are exciting. They make the news. Everybody talks about hurricanes. We can see the damage. They are obvious. They are crushing. They are, for lack of a better word, newsworthy. But liquid pipe, they are not newsworthy. But yet, they, are, they cause more damage in any given year to houses in America. I wonder what much damage we can do to the kingdom of darkness if we all be as consistent as a leaky person. You see, becoming consistent in simple things is really the key to become spiritually dangerous and powerful. I want you to understand that. Forget about the flash in the pan. 
Forget about the ebbs and flow. Forget about the splash. Forget about the experiences that we tend to have, that we celebrate, that we love, that we crave. Forget about the bam of the Holy Spirit. You see, after all that is done, our ability to embrace not very exciting and interesting habits, and we stay consistent in them like a drip, 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 will make you a formidable, strong believer that can really go through the test of time. Leaky pipes, they are not the most exciting. Even the noise can drive you crazy, right? But they are very dangerous. So there's a lot to be said about consistency, which I want us to embrace as we go into 2023. Consistency, the opposite of it is experience. I mean, we love experience, especially those of us who are in the Holy Spirit movement, Holy Spirit Church, which we can easily get so caught up in just looking for those experiences, thinking those are the most important thing. They are important. They are really, they, they, they add flair. They add color, right? They add some needed boost every once in a while into our life. They add credibility to the faith because the experience it shows us, uh, show us rather that God is real, that he's moving, that he's doing something great. But God is more than those experiences. Our relationship with God is really formed in those simple habits, not the sexy one, not the one that, are, that is really giving us a lot of excitement, but simple habits of consistency in our devotion, consistency in our prayer life, consistency in our study of the word, consistency in embracing those habits is really what form strong, enduring believers. And that's what we want to be. That's the secret of the sons of God. That's what gives us sons. That's what transforms babies into sons or daughters. It's a very, very important thing that I want us to put on our mind and our head today. Praise the name of Jesus. Why is consistency important? You see, consistency emphasizes faith over experience. You see, what, gets, what makes someone get up and do the same thing day after day regardless of whether they feel like it or not. What makes someone does that? What makes someone to take some spiritual practices 
and do them regardless of whether they feel like doing them or not on a daily basis. It has to be a genuine belief that the Bible is the word of God. That's a genuine, that's, that's, it, it's not attached to feelings. It's a genuine, resolute belief that the Bible is true. That's why consistency is perhaps the greatest demonstration of our resolute faith in the Bible, in the Word of God, than any other experience that we can embrace. You see, the alternative for consistency is experience. People will go around chasing experience. Their spiritual development is like a yo-yo. It's up and down. It's up and down because it's linked to a new spiritual experience, a new kind of church, a new kind of flavor every now and then. I mean, that is really not what you want to tie your spiritual growth and spiritual walk with God with. So consistency emphasizes faith over experience. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two, consistency causes roots to grow deep. Consistency causes roots to grow deep. You see, when you, when you opt for consistency over excitement, all right, it's very easy to be excited. Very easy. Very easy to catch the spirit when the atmosphere is charged. Right? It's very easy. It's very easy to just get into the spirit, prophesy, speak in tongue. It's very easy to go wild and to experience this euphoria, which are awesome. You know, when there is a charged atmosphere. But when you embrace those simple practices and you are consistent in, consistent in them, they cause your roots to grow very deep. You are developing the kind of practices that will carry you through in seasons of spiritual dryness. I want to especially challenge our young people. I, I am excited about young people in this church. Our teens, our teenagers, 20s, 30s. I, I mean, the excitement for God, their fire for God, is genuine, it's real, it's not fake. I mean, I, I'm in tears each time I see it. And in a lot of ways, I think it's, it's the success of, our, of my ministry, of my calling, that we have so many young people genuinely pursuing God. Hallelujah. But I want you to really begin, this is a time to develop consistent habit for life. Because you will go through seasons of spiritual dryness. You encounter time when there will be famine. It is only the tree that have their roots deep 
that survive those dry seasons. You see, grasses, they dry up very quickly. You know, we went through a period of uh, no rain for like uh, two months or so this last summer. I mean, the grass, they dried up very quickly. Some of them died. But the trees, the strong trees stayed. So when you, if you are able to integrate same repeated spiritual practices into your life, and you are able to do them, practice them day after day, it will carry you through. You will develop your roots because you don't know what other challenges are coming in life. You will realize that you will be able to stand through. You'll be able to stay through. You will not crumble like many people crumble when they face challenges of life. Hallelujah. Consistency, they cause our root to grow deep. Consistency, especially spiritual consistency, when we're able to just practice them, they also walk into other areas of our lives. You see, our life is really connected. Our spirit, our soul, our emotion, they are connected. You see, people who are able to acquire spiritual discipline, they, they also tend to become physically, emotionally, and mentally disciplined as well. They are able to. They are able to not just become emotional yo-yo, you know, that, you know that, that the enemy can toy with. They are able to really be rock solid in who they are. They are not following, you know, all this fad, new thing that people are just inventing every day on TV, the motivational stuff that people come up with to really make themselves feel good, you know, or physical stuff that people are just coming up with on TikTok, whatever. Every day, somebody is inventing something to make people just feel happy. But that happiness is elusive. It's not, you know, more and more people are finding out that the next surgery is not going to fix a a deep-rooted problem, all right? Another like is not going to feel a deep-rooted problem. No, nothing. I even have a child clapping for me. Wow. That's, that's what happens when you talk about social media likes. They can understand that, that that's right. Hallelujah. Amen. So time, when it comes to consistency, time is a powerful ally. Takes time. You see, we cannot all be hurricane, exciting. We cannot not all be people with super spiritual gift. But you know, we can all be drip, drip, drip. Drip, 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 
drip, drip, drip, drip, drip, drip, drip, drip. It's so boring that anybody can do it. <laughs> but yet, it is very, we can all be very dangerous to the enemy. We can all become very solid, strong men and women of God, sons and daughters of God, who are rock solid. Hallelujah. And the secret to success in anything is consistency. That's the secret to success. I mean, God has wired the world in such a way that any success that lasts long is success that is gotten from consistency. So imagine someone is working out. You know, it's better to work out 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day than to say, you know what? 20 minutes multiplied by seven. That's 140 minutes. I'll just do 140 minutes once a week. You see, you're not going to get the same results as someone that does 20 minutes once a day. You know that, right? You're not going to get the same results. You know, because ability to do it daily or every other day consistently is what makes it work. So many people don't get financially okay because they don't want to do small things consistently. They don't want to invest $100, $200 monthly. They're just waiting for the big break to come one day. Right? They're just thinking one day I'm just going to get some fantastic break. And you're 50, 60 years old, the break has still not come. The reward of financial prosperity goes to people who are able to be consistent. If you're young, this is when to start. Be consistent. If you're in your 20s, you have a job, this is when to start. See, forget about day trading. I mean, it has actually cost more people their fortune, life, almost more than anything. A lot of young people just get into investing, they're like, wow. Oh, yeah, we can, we can do this and do that. All of a sudden, the economy is so cyclical. That thing comes and zoom, wipe out. They are discouraged, and they never touch it again. Before they realize it's another 15 years when everybody's talking about how they've made money in the stock market, and some guys on YouTube begin to talk about how they are doing this, doing that, and people going, go out, going, go out. People who go in, go out, they go in at the wrong time and get out at the wrong time. That's what tends to happen. But people like Warren Buffett, people who have done so well, are people who understand that it is consistent. It is being consistent. Talk about anything financially. Talk about exercise. Talk about Spiritual, it is ability to do small things, not very exciting things, but consistently that get you success, that get you to where you need to be. So the secret to success in anything 
is consistency. So as we start our 2023, I want you to just look at a few things you can do consistently. You don't need to do big things and not be consistent with them. You don't need to chase after big things. No, you don't need to chase after big things. Find a few small things that you can do consistently in your life. Let this be your year of consistency. Hallelujah. Let it be your year of finding a few good things that you can do on a consistent basis and do it. Even husband and wife, the reason why marriages crash and fail is because people don't do simple things on a consistent basis. They don't. You don't do some, some things you do weekly or yearly or every few months consistently. You're just waiting until you get, oh, you know, when I get a big break, I'm going to take you to Paris. <laughs> and you've been promising that for 20 years. <laughs> Paris. And there's a park next door. <laughs> right? That you, take, you can take her on a regular basis, hold hands and walk through the park and just appreciate the beauty and tell her how much she means to you. Consistency. Forget about romanticizing things that are very unrealistic. Find a few realistic things that you can do. Talk about giving to God. Don't say, oh, I'm going to wait until I get a big break and give a huge donation. God doesn't care about that. Cares about what you can, what can you do on a consistent basis. You know, that's the value of something like time. It's consistent. You do it. Even if you say, oh, I mean, I, I don't do 10%. Just do something. Find something that is, you know is solid, is consistent, and you can do it on a consistent basis. It builds spiritual, you know, uh, spiritual maturity. It builds virtue into your life that eventually translates into every part of your life. Let this be your year of consistency. Find a few good things. You see, your morning devotion. I'm going to be consistent. You see, your prayer life. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to, do, I'm going to start with 15 minutes. And God helping me, maybe I take that to 30 minutes. Don't wish one day you're going to be able to pray four hours. And romanticizing and fantasizing about somebody that gave a testimony of them praying and fire was coming down. No. Do what you can do now and be consistent. Church attendance, be consistent. Just be consistent. Those, those are simple things 
you know, that COVID has become an excuse for us not to even be consistent on something as simple as a weekly attendance. Forget not the assembly of God's people. I mean, that's, that's, as, that's as basic, and it's been there for 2,000 years. God is not going to change it for you. You're not that special. And give you an excuse to watch it online three times and come once. No. Why, why do you need to do that? Why do you need to deceive God and deceive yourself? Why can't you be consistent? Why is it that difficult? Find a few habits. I mean, we're starting from spiritual, but even in your personal life. The habit of just reading, studying. It could be a habit of doing something fun in your marriage regularly. Be consistent. Find a few good things you can do in your life and be consistent about it. Hallelujah. God expects consistency from us. He's a consistent God. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain. I have a few minutes. I'm going to jump and try to give you some practical tips that will help to develop consistency in our lives. All right. I think I've mentioned one. Number one, create specific realistic goals. You see, if you, it's hard to be consistent if you don't have a strong idea of what you need to do. All right? Just don't say, oh, this year, I want to pray more. This year, I want to be spiritual. I want to be on fire for God this year. I mean, I, I mean that's all good, but what does that translate to? What are some specific, realistic goals that you can create in your life that will really help you? All right? Very easy, simple consistent, measurable, right? Do you want to do a Bible study plan? Just say it. You don't have to say, I'm going to read the old Bible in a year. You have not even read it in 10 years. <laughs> How about maybe I read one chapter a day or New Testament in one year. Let's try that first. Or oh, I'm going to read that, you know. I mean, something simple, something realistic. Create a schedule for yourself. Create a very easy schedule for yourself. Use all the available tools, calendar, plan, you know, planner. I mean, we all have calendar on our phone these days. That helps, Right? A schedule will help you plan your day. Find time. You see, your time goes to where you tell it to go. All right? If you don't tell your time to do something, time will just waste away. All right? So create a schedule where you can allocate this to do those tasks that you have assigned. Number three, remind yourself. Place reminders somewhere. Phone is a good reminder for someone like me. 
For many other people, you probably need to do a little more. Put it in your house, on your fridge or something. Put something around that will remind you of your goals. You know, in your bathroom. I mean, whatever will help you to remind you. Place reminders at your workplace, on your desk. Those simple things, place reminders. Number four, celebrate your wins. When you complete your goal, celebrate. Give yourself a reward. Even small things to say, if when I complete my goal, I'm going to watch a movie or something. Can really help. Right. I mean, some mechanism that helps you, you know, to really be able to encourage you as you go along the way. Number five, hold yourself accountable. All right? To be consistent, you have to make sure that you recognize when you don't reach your goal, right? And in those moments, assess those goals. Are they realistic or am I the one being lazy? Be honest. Hold yourself accountable. Number six, share your plan with people who can hold you accountable. All right, share with a few people. In fact, if it is possible, some of your goals, find other people who want to do the same. And try to say, how about let us hold ourselves accountable? How about let's chat once a month and see how we are doing? In life, you get what you inspect, not what you expect. Inspecting really motivates us to perform. Hallelujah. So find people that will hold you, a group of friends, or you can get a mentor that will, you meet every once in a while, someone that can ask you questions, how you are doing with your goal. It goes even with anything, your business, if you're a business owner, if you're a career person, your spiritual life, make sure you are accountable. Hallelujah. Number seven, eliminate negative thinking. You see, negative thinking is what destroys consistency. You see, when you think negatively, you are making yourself less likely to be able to hold you. Because the enemy, it is so good at barraging your mind with negative thinking, telling you it's not, this is not worth it. Why are you doing this? You know, what is, you know, you know, what have you gotten out of this? All these things that the enemy tells you. But you know, the ally of consistency is time. That's why the Bible says, Do, don't be weary in well-doing. Don't be weary. Don't be, don't be easily discouraged in doing uh, the right thing. Because in due time, you shall reap. If you faint not, if you choose not to be discouraged. So you got to eliminate negative thinking. And one of the ways to eliminate negative is to find people who can, who can speak positively into your life. All right? Find people that are positive. I mean, and you know positive people. We know people that are really forward-thinking, positive. We have them in our lives. And the, good, the one thing is we know, we know them. And we know the negative people, too. When we want negative, we go to negative. Isn't that true? <laughs> 
People know who to look for advice from based on the advice they are looking for. Yeah, they know who to talk to. They know who to talk to. Did you, did you see that someone, someone, someone look at me funny on church on Sunday? They know someone that will say, really? I've been observing her too. They know that if I tell that to someone, they say, what are you looking? What do you mean someone is looking at you negatively, so funny? So, some people will really just snap that out of you, right? And easily, but you know those people. So you got to be very honest with yourself. A lot of times, that honesty is very important. So let's eliminate negative thinking. And if you see yourself thinking negatively, find someone that will speak into your life. Find someone that says, you know, my, I've been just discouraged, you know, negative thinking, you know, thoughts have been coming to me. Can you help me out? Hallelujah. Number eight and the last, keep going even if you make a mistake. All right? That's the reality of life. You're going you're gonna to miss a few days. Maybe there'll be some week you'll miss. Don't just abandon it. That's not, that's, don't abandon your goal. Don't abandon those habits. All right? Even the most consistent and well-organized people, they slip up. Right? They miss things. They go through days where they are just disjointed, disorganized, and things don't work out. You know, no, just, there's a book I read by Watchmanee called Rebound and Keep Moving. That was really very, very, very powerful. I mean, the book really has to do with, uh, uh, you know, more about daily work with God and, and how to overcome sin. But it's, it's applicable to every part of life as well. Rebound and keep moving. So when you make a mistake, rebound. But don't, don't forget about your journey altogether. Your journey is long. It's going to take time. The fruit of the, of the exercise takes time, all right? And it is people who stick to the end that will reap the reward. People who easily look back, they lose out. So I want to challenge you as we start the new year. Hallelujah. Your faithfulness is demonstrated through your consistency. And let's make 2023 our year to be consistent. You don't have to do everything. But do a few things. And finish the year being able to say, I acquired this great habit. And by the grace of God, I've been consistent. And if you do it, I will see you at the top. Let's bow down our heads. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a good God. Can we ask for the help of the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, we need your help. We know this is impossible without you. Even the best plan, the best formulated, created plan, will crumble without the help of the Holy Spirit. So we need your help. As we start 2023, and we want to make consistency 
the operative word in our life. Consistency in prayer. Consistency in our study of the word. Consistency in our meditation. Consistency in our practice of the word. Consistency in our devotion. We ask Holy Spirit, you will help us. Help us, Holy Spirit. Empower us. Destroy every plan of the enemy to stop us, to to terminate our purpose and destiny by destabilizing us. Destroy them in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Thank you because you've answered our prayer. We give you all glory and all honor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.